What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. I'm your host, as always, Zach Hernandez. And today, I got my boy Jason on the show. What up, Jason? What's going on? It's uh, it's good to be here. <laughs> I know, dude. I'm stoked to have you on. We, uh, As if some of you listeners know, me and Jason had a podcast maybe like a year or so ago with a couple of our other friends. And uh, that was our first introduction to doing podcasts. So that was always a ton of fun. We did episodes weekly and stuff. So that was a ton of fun. But I got Jason back on the show today. And uh, we're going to talk about, I mean, the NBA season just ended, the regular season. So now we got, we're heading right into the playoffs and the the play-in tournament. So we got some things to talk about. We're going to cover the play-in. We're going to cover first round award predictions, all these sorts of things. And then a little surprise for you guys at the end of another sport that I've yet to talk about on this podcast. We will definitely get to that. Um but okay, to start off today, let's talk about the play-in tournament, man, because obviously that's starting tomorrow. Um, this episode is being recorded on Monday night, so this is starting. The play-in tournament starts Tuesday, and let's just get right into some predictions. So for the Eastern Conference, the seventh-seeded Heat take on the eighth-seeded Hawks. Who do you think comes out with that game? That game, Heat and Hawks. I got to go to Heat. Got to go to the Heat. You know, they're... Everyone talks about their culture. I trust mm-hmm. their culture. If they had to win one game, mm-hmm. I think it'll be it'll be a close game though because it's if you're going off star power, you're going off Trey Young as the star, and I don't know if you beat that. Like especially once you get playoff Trey, Duke hoop. Mm-hmm. But I expect I excuse me. I hope and expect we see Jimmy Butler lock that fool up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 with you on that actually. I'm gonna go the Heat as well. I think uh I'm a big believer in Trey Young. I think he's very good, especially in the playoffs. Obviously, we know that. And but I think Jimmy Butler in that in that game, he's the best player there. And if someone's gonna will someone to a win, it's Jimmy Butler. And you know I mean, we've seen it countless times. We saw it in the NBA finals. We see it in the playoffs every year they get there. It's always Jimmy Butler having to put on his Superman cape and saying, hey, always. I'm him. Yeah, exactly. He's He always does it. And that team overall, too. I mean, Bam is arguably – I mean, he's in the running for Defensive Player of the Year right now. Mm-hmm. Um, even going after Kevin Love is a solid move as well. And Victor Oladipo, Tyler Harrow. I mean, this team has pieces for sure. I think they play more defense than the Hawks do. Um, I'm yes, going to lean definitely. heat on this one. Yeah, Yeah, and I mean – I think just, yeah, overall, if you go lineup to lineup, I don't think the Hawks have the firepower and the defensive prowess to be able to stop the Heat as where the Heat, them boys, them boys play real defense. Balestra knows what he's doing. This is not his first rodeo. And that man will figure out a proper game plan to keep Trey Young in check. I mean, to be completely honest, I'd let Trey... Go for 60. Good luck. You're not getting 60 with zero assists. I mean, the Heat will win by a lot. Facts. That's a good point. You can let Trey Young do all the work, but no one else scores. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm going to lean that way with you. So we both have the Heat taking the seventh seed. Um, And then when it comes to the nine and 10, we have the ninth seeded Raptors against the 10 seeded Bulls, which I think is going to be a very, very good game. Where do you lean Mm -hmm. there? You know, I in the same sort of instance where um how I said the Heat were uh more complete team, 
it's weird to say. I think I have the Bulls winning this one. I mm-hmm. think they have the pieces necessary to get it done. Well, I think it'll really tell you, one, DeMar DeRozan, is he really that guy? Two, Zach Levine, is he really that guy? Because, mm-hmm. hey, it's one and done. You have to win this just to even play for the eighth seed. Mm-hmm. And if you know, this league's about star power and they got to push, I think they can get it done. The Bulls have been one of the best defensive teams in the league, even though their offense can be pitiful sometimes. Yeah. If they get the if they can get that right, they can shut down they can shut down the Raptors. And the Raptors feel off this year. Something about them just feels off. They're definitely more off than they were last season. Um but I'm actually gonna take them against the Bulls. I think and I think this game is so evenly matched. I think these teams are very close and that's obviously why they're the nine and ten. But if I need one game and I need one win I like my chances with Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam because I've seen these guys show up in, in a game where it matters. Um, and that's not to say that DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine and those guys can't do it. But from what I've seen from those guys, I feel like the expectations are higher and they actually they don't meet those ever. And I feel like this team has just kind of proved to be fraudulent in a way. Um, whereas if in a one-game series, I just I like my chances with Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi. Um, and I think they can, I think they're going to end up beating, beating the bulls in the, in that playing game to go against the, the Hawks. But again, I think that game, that's going to be a really good one. Like I'm excited for that one. See, I just literally right now, I came up with a brilliant idea. It's a way for the league to make more money. I know fans of teams, fans of playing teams would be kind of mad, but playing tournament because it's a tournament or mini tournament. Play that neutral site, Vegas. Oh, interesting. That could be interesting. Just Although, because I don't know. Because well, it's a play-in tournament. I think if since we're doing away with the original format, God, wouldn't it just be funny? Neutral site, who's the better team? You yeah, got to get in. That's because interesting. You know, like, I mean... As the viewership probably already knows, Zach is a Warrior fan. I'm also a Warrior fan. Mm-hmm. And we played the Raptors in the finals. We know yeah. what the North is like. Yeah, We know what the North is like. And that can really, that can propel them. And like the fact that I'm picking the Bulls over them and the mm-hmm. Bulls have to go to Canada to play is, mm-hmm. you know, kind of crazy. But man, wouldn't it be nuts? Neutral site. Good luck getting fans to either from Chicago or Canada over. See who see who's the better team. Mm-hmm. That's a that's not a bad idea. I never really thought about that at neutral site, but uh, I could get literally behind just that. thought of it. Literally just thought of it now. Yeah, I could get behind that. I like that. Um, so you got uh, so you got the Raptors beating the Bulls, and then they would have to play the Hawks for the uh, eight seed, right? Yeah. No, you had the uh, you yeah, had yeah the Hawks. Yeah, you did it. It's the so, Hawks. Yeah, the Heat win. They go to seven, and then the Hawks play the winner nine ten. So I have Hawks Raptors. You have Hawks Bulls. Mm-hmm. Hawks Bulls. Let's hear it. If, Who do you got? If I were to go Hawks Bulls, I got the Hawks winning, just because Trey Young can get it done. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but like the Bulls again, as you said, they're inconsistent, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if anyone can exploit that. Is my good old foul baiting 
Trey Young. Yeah. And oh, wouldn't it be funny to see Pat Bev running around trying to guard Trey Young for 48 minutes? Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm with you. Um, and I have so I have the Hawks Raptors. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Hawks too. Um, so we both have Hawks going eight. Yeah. So we both ultimately have Heat seven, Hawks eight. Um Trey Young, two, you know, two games stinker. I don't see that. I could see him coming back and because I mean, in that game, Trey Young's the best player on the floor. Yep. Um and either series, either way we chose it, he's the best player. Yeah. And we like we said earlier, we've seen Trey Young is capable of going off in especially mm-hmm. in a big game like that. So I'm gonna take Trey Young and uh, the Hawks to get number eight seed and uh, round out my Eastern Conference standings heading to the Real playoffs. Real quick. Yo. How would you feel about Trey Young and Zach Levine on the same team? Instead of DeJounte Murray. That's interesting. Um, I kind of like it. I, I feel like, why. yeah, well, that's that's really interesting. Zach Levine is, is a better scorer than DeJounte Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be kind of filthy with Trey Young just like you see where I'm going with this, right? Because Trey yeah. is a very big playmaker, and oh yeah. boy, Twitter had a field day with playmakers. Um, running Trey Young running the offense, finding Zach Levine, who's such a good scorer. Um, I don't know if they'll play any defense, but not a lot of defense will be played on that team. <laughs> but that could be interesting. That, that could be, be interesting. Could definitely be interesting. Oh, and boy, I'm excited to see what you're going to say for the Western Conference. The West is interesting. Let's get into it. Lakers seven seed, Timberwolves eight seed. Um, the Timberwolves won't gone? be with the Timberwolves won't be with Rudy Gobert. Um, for that reason or not, I'm going Lakers. Rudy Gobert there. Rudy Gobert not there. The Lakers are better. LeBron is better, and the Lakers they're just they're better. a threat. They're a threat right better. now, man. So yeah, Lakers take the seventeen. I think pretty convincingly. I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a ten to fifteen point win for the Lakers. To be honest, I agree totally. I think they lose their actual defensive big man, and they have Carl Anthony Towns protecting the paint with LeBron James <laughs> and yeah. Anthony Davis. So yeah. good luck. Good I will luck. say though, you know who's gonna have a good game. Who? Anthony Edwards. Oh yeah, you're I, gonna I, see yeah. you're gonna see a good game from him, mm-hmm. and it is it's gonna make you think he's about to take a jump. Yeah, uh, that's totally possible. I mean, Anthony Edwards is he's been playing really well this season, um, and he'll be he's a main, he'll yeah, be the main I guy. I don't think that like it's not gonna be not gonna be close. Like yeah. as much as we both know. We're gonna we're ending up with playoff LeBron James. I mean, we we'll talk about the Lakers in a moment, or just we'll talk about uh first round in a moment. But mm-hmm. it's it's playoff basketball. LeBron James is gonna have to take it up to another level. Anthony Davis is actually healthy right now, yeah. and as long as they stay healthy, I mean, for this game, it's one game. Stay in to get into the playoffs. They'll mm-hmm. win this game pretty convincingly, as you said. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um. Yeah. Not much to add there. I agree with all <laughs> everything you said. That's a very um, simple one. It is. I think it's the easiest choice, actually. 
I have okay. a feeling we're going to go the same way for this next one. This one's tough. This one, I, I've been literally conflicted on back and forth. Nine-seeded Pelicans versus ten-seeded Thunder. Mm-hmm. So back and forth. So, now if Zion is healthy, which he's not, he won't be, mm. I'm taking Pelicans, and it's mm-hmm. not much of a debate. Mm. Okay. I think I'm leaning. I am so conflicted, and I have it written down right here, but I feel say, like changing say, it. Say, don't, say what you feel. Say what you feel. <laughs> I wrote Pelicans, but I'm scratching that. I'm taking the Thunder, and I think I think the Thunder beat the Pelicans in a very close game. But I'm going. I'm going Oklahoma City. Who's, That's what I'm doing. Who's been a stud this entire season? Jay Gilgis Alexander. SGA has been a stud this entire season. He's going to have to win two games to get into the playoffs. But Mm -hmm. if it's just this one, I think he gets it done. He's going to have a big stat line. I'm going to call it now. He's going to have 32-7-7 at the least. I can can see that. They're going to win. They're going to win. They'll probably win by seven or eight, but they will get it done Mm -hmm. in New Orleans just because they don't have Zion. And I don't know. Something... I'll get into it. I'll get into it a little later. But something about them Thunder—they're—they're they're a good team. I mean, we watch them play us, the Warriors, and they play us pretty dang well for the they most do. part. They do. But that being said, I think the them boys are gonna get it together. They're gonna get the Pelicans out of here. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with you. And I was. I like. I said. I put Pelicans on my notes. On my notes. And uh, but I'm switching it. I'm going Thunder. And I right now I'm feeling like the Thunder are gonna take it. And... I don't know. It feels like one. It feels like the year that they're gonna get in. And this is gonna be the precursor to the team actually starting to compete for playoff positioning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This team's gonna be very, very good in the future. Um. So okay, it's weird, that, to, weird to think that though. It's it very is, weird to think that it is, but they got pieces all over the mm-hmm. place. Um, all right. Well, then that brings us both to Timberwolves versus the Thunder mm-hmm. for that final seed. And I had the Pelicans beating the Timberwolves. Obviously, that is scratched. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to the Thunder again. I'm gonna put the Same I'm gonna page. put yeah I'm yeah I'm gonna put the Thunder over the Timberwolves. I just don't believe in the Timberwolves right now, Me so either. I was gonna pick New Orleans or the Thunder over them. But I'm going to Oklahoma City. Um, that's funny. So we have so that's what that's the same for yep. both. We Ultimate. have the same for both. And Perfect. think about it this way: the Timberwolves are also without McDaniel's because he broke he fractured his hand. Yeah, because exactly. the the Wolves melted down at literally the wrong time. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a pretty big blow for yes, sir. Minnesota. So all right. I, so we we both had the Heat at seven, Hawks at eight in the east, and then the Lakers at seven and the Thunder at eight in the yes, West. Sir. So we have the same thing, which makes this next part easy. We're gonna go through every first round matchup and give predictions on who will win starting in the Eastern Conference. Let's start with that one seated. Bucks going against the ace seeded Raptors. Nope, not Raptors. I'm sorry. I meant to say Hawks. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the Raptors. Um versus the ace seeded Hawks. I think I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna assume here that you have the Bucks. Yes, I have the Bucks. Okay. And I guess the the interesting part is in how many games 
and I'm going to be so honest here. I'm I'm a believer in Trey Young. I really am, and I'm a fan. I I think but... I'm expecting a sweep. <laughs> there, I was like, there we go. And well, you're I'm I'm nicer than you. I literally wrote down what I'm thinking. I put uh, Bucks and five. Yeah. So I was I don't between... know, maybe, maybe a game three. The Hawks yeah. start shooting. The Hawks catch fire in the first half, and they don't look back. That's my guess. But there's no. The, it will be very sad if the Bucks fumble this. Agreed. And I don't. I don't see a world where they actually do. Um, I was between Bucks and four, Bucks and five. I this this Bucks team is just better, and and they're better in every aspect of the game. And like you said, I could see a potential game where you know Trey goes off, pretty high scoring game, maybe thirty five points or something, and they end up winning. But I'm going to take the Bucks in a sweep, pretty convincingly. Um, all right, next matchup. Celtics Heat. This can be interesting. Where are you leaning? Yes, it's a and remember, it's last year's Eastern Conference Finals. Um, it's a matchup from last year. It is which that series went to seven and mm-hmm. almost went to overtime mm-hmm. by Jimmy Butler. Yep. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna keep it. So I have Celtics in six written down. I'm gonna say Celtics in seven. Seven. Okay. In seven, only because the Heat match up with them well still. Um, the Heat got a little better, and there's still that issue, not issue, but Jalen Brown still has a hurt hand. And he does. boy, um, the Celtics need Jalen Brown much more than y'all think they do. Mm-hmm. And to add a little more insult to that, I don't know. If the Celtics don't have Jalen Brown and his contract is up, don't expect him to see him in the Celt- don't expect to see him in a Celtics jersey next year if they if I'm wrong and the Heat upset them. That's yeah. I mean that's totally possible. Um and especially for this series, I mean they they need Jalen Brown. Um so I I have Celtics winning this. I have them winning in six. Um I could again I could I could see this going seven, like you said. Um, and I am a – it's funny because Jimmy Butler and Trey Young are like my two favorite players in the league, and I have them both getting bounced in the first round. Um, but I, I'm i a believer in Jimmy Butler. I'm a big fan. But overall, I just – when it comes down to the to the completeness of the teams, yep. you got to go with Boston. Mm-hmm. They're, just, they're just more complete, again, in every I mean- aspect. Boston's the better team. There's a reason what they finished second, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. They finished second for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's so. with players, you know, moving in and out and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown hurting himself at the end of the season. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're the second team for a reason. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to get to the fun bits. These are going to get interesting. Next one Philadelphia three seed versus. Brooklyn six seed. Is anyone else impressed that the Brooklyn Nets, after trading their entire big, their failed big three, are in the playoffs? Not even the play-in, the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Crazy. to see it. It's good for them. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> we're Sixers, Sixers are gonna win this. Sixers are probably gonna win. You know. I, I wrote down five. I'm gonna stick with it. Sixes and five. Gentlemen sweep. 
I wrote down five too, and I'm going to stick with five, although I've been ping-ponging in my head to go down to four. Um, but I'm going to go Sixers and five. I'll give the Nets a game. Um, just because for some reason this Nets team actually looks pretty solid. Like on random nights, you'll really see them look very good, which is why I'll give them a game here. Um, mm-hmm. Again, Philly's really good. Philly's like a legit mm-hmm. contender this year. You know, over the past yep. couple of years, it's been like, oh, you know, we don't trust Philly. Mm-hmm. I can trust Philly doing a lot this season. So give me them in five. Um, yep. I The only thing, the reason why I have them in five and not four, Philly always has a loss in them somewhere. It's going to happen at some point. They'll, they'll lose their focus yep. or they'll just miss a bunch of threes mm-hmm. and – a team like the Nets can take advantage of that, especially when they're clicking. I mean, look at uh, what Macau Bridges. That boy has been an absolute baller. Not a oh, defensive yeah. stud. Well, he's still a defensive stud out there, but like mm-hmm. his offensive game has turned up. Like uh-huh. we didn't see that in Phoenix, and nope. he is—he's the best player on that team by far. Hundred percent. I'm totally with you, um, which is probably why they will end up getting a game out of it. Um, mm-hmm. Totally, but yeah. Think so. Now, the most interesting series, if we're going to be honest. This is going to, yeah. Out of the first round in the Eastern Conference, this is the most interesting series. The Cleveland Cavaliers versus the New York Knicks, the four or five seed matchup. Oh, man. Where are you leading? I wouldn't say it's even. I wouldn't say it's necessarily even, but, and to preface this, my second favorite team is the Knicks. I'm, my parents are New Yorkers. I have to rock with New York. So, I'm not picking them to win this series. <laughs> the Cleveland Cavaliers will win this series. They're going to win in six. I think the Knicks can take at least one game, if not two. But, sorry. Uh, there's a reason why Donovan Mitchell has never missed the playoffs. And when he gets into the playoffs, he becomes a better version of himself. Evan Mobley's a baller. Darius Garland's a baller. It's, I don't know. I don't think the Knicks have the offensive firepower to keep up with the Cavs. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm I'm rocking with the same thing you are. I'm I'm going Cleveland in, in six. Um, you pretty much took all the words out of my mouth. I agree with everything that you said. It's Cleveland, I think that the Knicks are. You know, Jalen Brunson is very good. Um, That's surprise. I didn't expect Jalen to be this good though. Yeah. Like one man show on his own team. Didn't mm-hmm. expect this. I'll say he's worth the money. I'll say he's worth the money they paid. Yeah, and that was, you know, that was kind of a question when they signed him for all that money after, you know, playing decent for Dallas in a few games. And Mm -hmm. he's worth it, man. I mean, he's showed, especially in the more recent months of the season as well, he's been very good. So That um, boy, remember this. Everyone says it in, like, hoop culture. Lefties are just nice. mm Jalen Brunson, a lefty, that boy is nice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know he's good, um, but not good enough to beat the Cavs. So give me no. the Cavs in six here. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. There's no way. So I think we're pretty even. We both have the Bucks going through. We have the Cavs. We have the Sixers and the Celtics going through in the first round. We do. Uh, same things. Nothing too surprising there. Um, I think the favorites in those matchups are all favored heavily for a reason. Yeah, they're all so, better teams. They're all just better, and it's tough to go against them. So, mm-hmm. but if I were to pick one team to upset, I'd go with the Heat upsetting the Celtics. Um, yep. 
I'd say the but, same thing. But I don't see it happening. Celtics are just nah. too good. Yeah, the Celtics, they should handle them. I'd be very surprised if they didn't. They should, yeah, 100%. Okay, let's move on to the Western Conference here. This could get this a little where, more interesting. This is where <laughs> the fun begins. This could get, get a little more interesting. Let's do it. And if anybody gets that quote I just said, Zach will Venmo you $5. Zach will not Venmo you $5. Maybe. Um, first seed Nuggets, eight-seeded mm-hmm. Thunder. We both have the Thunder here, eight-seeded. Yes, not, 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 yeah, okay. Oh, wait, you have the Thunder winning? No. What? Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, you no, confused what? me hold for on, a second. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. My, my phrasing was, was janky. I meant – I was going to say, yeah, no, I was clarifying – I was Hold clarifying on. the AC. Okay, okay, okay. Um, first seed of right. Nuggets versus the AC to Thunder. We both picked the Thunder to make it out of the plane is what I meant to say. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so where do you go on this one? Do you go with the uh, back-to-back potential to back MVP? I, I'm i very happy that the Thunder are going to get here. <laughs> but if, I'm, if there's any series that th- there's going to be a sweep, I think the Nuggets are getting them, uh, getting them boys out of here pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the Nuggets have been this dang good for a reason. I mean, they've been sliding a little defensively as of late, but I think they've just been on cruise control. And now they will actually get their act together and getting them Thunder boys out of here pretty quick. Nuggets in four. Jokic still can't play defense, but Nuggets in four. Um, so I'm, I'm taking the nuggets. Sorry, OKC, but your magical run is over. Um, but I think that the thunder can steal a game and I actually think they're going to steal two games. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the nuggets in six here. Um, interesting call the, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, so Nikola Jokic, obviously, you know, gunning for his third straight MVP. Um, the Nuggets are the better team. But mm-hmm. the Nuggets aren't the that amazing of a first seed. Um, and yeah. I think teams like the Thunder, who are scrappy and who can look really good at times and can, can put up points, can mess with a team like that. Not necessarily beat them in a seven-game series, but... Give them some, make some noise against them. And that's what I think that Thunder can do. Kind of like how the Pelicans last year did to the Suns in that uh, one and eight seeded matchup. The Pelicans won two games. That was pretty good. Series. So I think that's that kind of like fun. what we're going to see. Although I didn't expect that because I thought, you know, Phoenix nah. was a lot better. But um, I'm going to take the Thunder to win two games here. But ultimately, uh, I got Denver winning this in six. I, I like so. the take that you have. Um, I believe I can see it. Don't get me wrong, I can see the Thunder got running uh, running it up on them. Again, Denver's been pretty poor defensively as of late. Yeah. You chalk it up to being end of the season. Mm-hmm. So I can see it happen. Um if I you know, if I'm right and they actually have this playoff gear that they'll get into, I, it should be a sweep. If they're gonna be a little rusty with this nice break that they're gonna get before the playoffs, yeah, you boys better watch out because you know, sometimes it's better uh it's better to be in playoff mode, which the Thunder will end up being in playoff mode after surviving, than to come into the playoffs rusty. We have seen that thousands of times. Mm-hmm. 100%. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. That makes sense. Um, okay. I think this series is very interesting. 
Second seeded Grizzlies versus the seventh seeded Lakers. Yes, sir. This might actually, actually, no, I can't say that. This will be a good series as well. I'm interested to see where you go with this. Okay. Do you want me to I go have first? a feeling. I have a feeling. Yes, go first. And I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. So I, I always, I keep my bias out of everything. I try my hardest to. Um, That's new. <laughs> and I mean, I will, I'll let it be known where, wh- who I like, who I don't like. But ultimately, when <laughs> I make predictions, when I analyze, I try to keep my bias out of it. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is here is I, these are probably my two least favorite teams in the NBA. <laughs> so. There's really nowhere to go, and obviously, <laughs> I'm no LeBron fan. I'm no Dylan Brooks, John Morant fan. So it's it's just a series that I want to see them both lose. However, and real quick, um, if Dylan Brooks is listening to this, which I doubt, because he's wasting too much time getting off some trash fits. For the love of God, Dylan Brooks, stop putting on those trash fits. You look terrible, and stop pushing cameramen. That's stupid too. Hundred percent, and cut your hair. I don't know what you were doing. With, it's, with a, it's a wannabe prince thing and it's really bad it was really bad um go and ahead. okay i'm gonna go lakers here and in... six interesting i got lakers in six um if there's one person i trust in the playoffs okay i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna say in this series I trust I I can trust LeBron a heck of a lot more than I can trust anybody else, um, and it, I I as people know as as I'm no LeBron fan here I I know what he brings and in a series like this, LeBron's gonna run through, and I think this Lakers team is clicking at the right time. I think this Lakers team is playing their best basketball right now, heading into the playoffs with Anthony Davis, um, healthy for once and still playing consistently for the most part. Um, I'm going to take the Lakers in six here. I, I I think the Grizzlies are good, obviously, and they're the second seed for a reason, but they're still a team that's a little unproven, and I could see a guy like LeBron knocking them out, even though it's an upset. So give me the give me the Lakers in six. I'm going the same way as you, except I got the Lakers in seven. Okay. Um, okay. I'm sorry – that was really funny to listen to because I have extensive knowledge of your distaste for LeBron James, even <laughs> correcting yourself to say not to not say I trust LeBron James in the playoffs, changing that up. It was immaculate. I, I, that, I loved that. Um, and again, I'm all, I'm on, I mean, we're warrior fans at the end of the day, we're, uh, we're going to be opposed to LeBron James because of what happened in the mid 2010s like again we faced him how many times so we're always gonna there's gonna be that rivalry there and that dislike for him Mm -hmm. as in trying to be as unbiased as possible i again to take your statement the person in this series you trust the most you should trust the most is lebron james he's more experienced than that entire grizzly grizzlies roster The, the reason why i have it going seven I just don't trust AD health in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he can potentially fall a little weird. Then his back hurts. Then he misses a game to which the Lakers can fumble, and we end up in a seven in a game seven. Yeah, but I think I get just like you said, the Grizzlies are a little too unproven. What they've only won two playoff series, one playoff series, two playoff series, and they're in yeah. their little existence. 
uh-huh. two playoff series and they think they're a dynasty. We'll see about that. <laughs> um, honestly, LeBron's won more playoff series than they've probably, you know, won anything, but that's neither here nor there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Lakers in seven. They're inconsistent too. That's why I have them going to seven. They can, they are prone to slipping up at the stupidest times. Yeah. But if it has to go down to seven, I don't think LeBron James will not get it done. Yeah. And, and, and I can see this going seven as well. Um, just comes down. I, I mean, yeah, I, that's very fair. I can't argue with that six, seven, however it is, but I think the Lakers, we both think the Lakers will end up on top. Um, which might be unpopular, you know. Yeah, of- I think so too. Because a lot, like the Grizzlies, are also the second seed for a reason. Like they exactly. got, they ball out, they play really well, and it's even funnier because if John Morant was not playing, they'd probably be playing even better because they play better without him, anyways. Yep, 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 yep. And that's right. not a slight at John Morant. John Morant's an amazing player, but the data does show they play better without him. They do. They do. So, okay, but you're right. It is an un- I feel like it's an unpopular opinion to see the Lakers pass the Grizzlies. Yeah, I think so as well. Are we um, getting on to the best series? Yeah, Arguably this the is the best series. This is the best series. This will be the best series. This is the best series right here. The battle of Northern California. Yeah. Um, about two hours away from each other. Yeah. You know? Two brand new stadiums. Yeah. I, I still want to go to the I want to go to Golden One. Apparently, yeah, it's me really t- nice. Yeah, I've heard it's really really nice. But um, don't know if you heard, the tickets for Game One are almost double the price of Game Three, which is crazy. That a Sacramento Kings game is going to be more expensive than a Golden State Warriors game in San Francisco. And that, that blows much, my mind. And that much more expensive too. That's a lot. You said double. It's, it's almost five hundred bucks to get in. That's unreal. And that's good for game. them. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, This series is going to be good, man. And I'm nervous. Um, And I think this series could literally go either way. And. Okay, I want to hear you. I want to hear what you got. I got mine. I'm not changing it, but I want to hear what you got. Um, I'm. You know, I understand where the nerves come from, but. We know we know Mike Brown well enough. We know the Kings well enough. And we are extremely fortunate that our Warrior fans only have to take a two-hour drive to go fill an opposing arena. And since the dynasty has started, whenever the Warriors play the Kings, we look pretty good in there. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go on a bold statement. I got the Warriors in five. Oh. They're going to watch. And I'll call it right now. Warriors win game one. They lose game two. They win three, four, and five. Mm. Only reason why I say that. Only reason why I say that. I just. It's one of those things. Steph in the playoffs. They're, yes, you can probably talk about how they're. And their record on the road. And their record at the end of the season, how that can all be fudged and whatnot. But it's warrior basketball. It's warrior playoff basketball. You know them boys turn up. And the one thing, if the Warriors can do, not turn over the ball. And the Kings are not that great, are not good at defense. 
they're like 25th in the league in defense. Yeah. If they cannot turn over the ball, the Warriors should win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause, okay. And I'll pi- and picture this. Just run with me real quick. Picture mm-hmm. this. When we got to give Steph Curry a break and we got to give Klay Thompson a break and we want to go in full clamp mode, GP2, mm-hmm. DiVincenzo, mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, Kavon Looney. Yeah. When yeah. we have to go full locks, that's insane. Boy, that's, that's going to be disgusting. Yeah. And uh-huh. I don't know. Something just something about it. I I'm I'm an optimistic Warriors fan. I don't know. I Warriors in 5. The Kings are going to be a little, you know, it's a little too uh a little too young, a little wet in the nose. It's first time in the playoffs since what? The early 2000s? 2000. They're going to be what, 4, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be like, "Oh, we're back. Oh, we're really here." And the team that's done it for how many years? What we've been in the play, we've been running the playoffs since 2013. We have running in the playoffs since 2013. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, in my previous uh, episode with with my friends, we gave our finals predictions and what teams are going to make it. And in the West, I picked the Suns, and I said if the Suns are unhealthy. One of their players is out or something. I'm gonna rock with the Kings. Um, I was unaware that we would be playing them for sure in this round, so I think that makes things a lot more interesting. I'm a believer in the Sacramento Kings right now. I'm a firm believer. Their offense is historic, and I know they don't play a whole lot of defense. They don't, but this offense has them at the three seed for a reason. And that's why they win games. And they're putting up lots and lots of points. They're leading the league in points per game. So this is going to be a very good series. And it's going seven. I think it will go seven. <laughs> now it comes down to who do I think takes game seven. Um, And a lot of people like to, you know, I I, I cover my sports team, my Niners and Warriors and Giants. And I've, and I've heard from a lot of people that I'm a pessimistic fan. And I just like to say that I'm a realistic fan. I like to call myself a realistic fan. Um, however, I, I think the Warriors are going to take game seven here. And... I got to jump in real quick. Only <laughs> because I got called this at work. One of my coworkers, they called me. They said, you're a, you like to call yourself a realist. Yet, I think you're a realist that leans pessimistic. <laughs> Zach, you are a, a realist Bay Area sports fan that leans pessimistic. That's what I've gotten. Not that exact terminology, but I've I've heard from many, many people that I am just pessimistic. Um, in my opinion, I'm more real. I just like to keep it real. However, I could see how someone could mistake me for pessimistic, especially when I talk about, you know, my Niners and such. Um well, we don't have to go that. We don't have to go that. But we, we got better things. Oh, that's a I don't want to open that door. Nope. Um, no, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I got the Warriors in seven games. I think so. And the the Kings, the, the, the biggest thing for me is the Warriors have looked better as of recently. They play, they're playing some of their best basketball now. They're getting fully healthy. They're getting Andrew Wiggins back. Who's going to guard Steph? <laughs> Nobody. That's the problem for me, for the Kings. That's the point. 
And we got guys we could throw at De'Aaron Fox, and we even have guys we could throw at Sabonis um, with all the guys that you mentioned, plus Jonathan Kaminga, too, who's been playing very good defense, who you didn't even mention in that starting five. In that I didn't five even know that. Right. So, I mean, we have the guys, <clears throat> and obviously we're the six seed, so things aren't moving as well as we'd like. However, I think right now we're playing some of the best, and they can't guard Steph. And guess what? The only way that they can is if they throw more than one man at them, and that's just gonna open the door that, for that leaves for, somebody open for Clay Thompson or for Jordan Poole or Jonathan Kaminga in the lane or whatever it may be. Um, I just think having having Steph is ultimately what's gonna change the whole thing, the whole situation for the series. And I don't think the Kings have anybody anything that they can do about it. I don't think they're gonna come with a game plan for it. I don't know. Nope. I mean, they're gonna try, but I don't think it's gonna mm-hmm. work out. And I think because of the Kings' offense, they're gonna score and they're gonna yep. they're gonna win games. I don't think it's gonna be a five game series, like you said. I think it's gonna go more than that. Um, but especially in a game seven, I I I I I think the Warriors get the edge with everything that I just explained. Two players to look forward to in this uh, first round: Jordan Poole, mm-hmm. Moses Moody. Yes, good. good I'm expecting. Point on that. I'm already expecting good things from Jonathan Kuminga. Oh, yeah. I would probably go as far to say, if you had to trade, if you had one untouchable youth for the Warriors, is Jonathan Kuminga. Hundred percent. I'd even go as far as saying I would sell Jordan Poole over Kuminga. Me too. I I I yes, I, I agree with that actually. The upside is. Phenomenal, it is. Um, but yeah, um, just like the just like how we saw Jonathan Kuminga shine last year, and start to you know show a little bit of uh who he is. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see that with Moses Moody, as long as we stop playing Anthony Lamb. Oh yes. man, this is this could be this could be the start of an interesting playoff run for the Warriors. Could be, very well could be. And Moses Moody has looked very good as a recent now that he's actually getting the playing time which I was a little, always a little confused on why Steve Kerr hated him so much. (laughs) Um, I think it's just something with like Bay area coaches and just, I know just not using their brains. Like common sense is not common. And Mm -hmm. that is evident with Bay area coaches. hundred percent. I agree. Um, Moses Moody has been playing. I mean, shoot. I know, I know the game against Portland was kind of fluky because they, you know, Portland benched so many guys. But mm-hmm. Moses Moody had 25 points on 10 of 14 shooting. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not a fluke. That's really good. And every time he's gotten the opportunity to play, he's been playing very well. Like I remember against Oklahoma, against the Thunder, he had like 15 points um, shooting efficiently on a couple of shots when he had like 20 minutes. So um, Moses Moody is going to be contributor. And everybody on the bench is because this Warriors team is different than it ever has been. So we're going to need – I mean, we've always had contributors everywhere, but – we're going to need everybody to be playing very well. And it's good to see that Moses Moody's finally getting the minutes and finally producing like he can. Yeah, like this... the Warriors have the most apt like team name in all of sports, just based on the way their roster construction is. It really, going back to like the Warriors old slogan, like strength in numbers, it's literally what the Warriors are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are, we have a star. We have a top 10, if not top five player ever. Y'all can argue that, mm-hmm. but Top 10. This team has always been strength in numbers. Yep. Money, dude. That's the truth. Um, Real fast. I just wanted to get back to one thing you said earlier really quickly, but 
three untouchables on the Warriors right now. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, yes. Jonathan yes. Kaminga. Yeah, I I'm fine That's with that. It. That's yeah. it for me. Mm-hmm. I think every everybody else mm-hmm. you can make a deal for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't trade keep those Clay, three guys. Keep Steph and Clay together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I never trade and, Clay. And Kuminga, again, he if he keeps if he keeps getting better every year, who knows what his limit is? That you're see what you're seeing. You're seeing the three point shot fall, and you're mm-hmm. seeing that consistent mid range. Boy, if that if he gets a little like a little bag, a little danced with it, good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, okay, so we both have warriors in that one. I think we've been the same dude for everything so far. Um, I think and I, this is where we might differ. I, I think this think so. last series is where we might differ. Really? I think <laughs> this is interesting. Okay, then. Um, uh, Phoenix and versus the Clippers, four or five. Who do I'll you let have? you start that one. No, I'll let okay, you start all right, that all right, one. I'll start. Um, especially with an uncertainty surrounding Paul George. Even with Paul George, Phoenix has looked unstoppable with Kevin Durant. I don't think they've lost yet. I think they're what yeah. nine and zero. Yep, they haven't lost. And the the one question was: Did they trade away all their defense? Did they trade away all their depth? Kinda, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem to matter. The, and I know it's a small sample size because they've only played eight or nine games with him, but the offense has looked so powerful when he's there. And I think Phoenix beats the Clippers in. I wrote six. <laughs> I, I'm going five. I'm going, going five. five. Phoenix Phoenix wins in five. I think this team's too good. Um, okay, and that's that's just if everybody's healthy, obviously, um, mm-hmm. because there there's also some things you know. Who knows about Kevin Durant's kind of been injured this year. Chris Paul always seems to get injured in the playoffs, so I could see you know health issues mm-hmm. aside. Suns in five, dude. See, and I told you. you. I, I told you. <laughs> what say you? you? No I way. I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily believe in them. I don't believe in either team, to be completely honest. Let's. I and I and it sounds weird, but I think just sample size for what I've seen, like both all stars on each team. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Clippers. I'm gonna go in seven. My only qualifier is that Paul George shows up for this shows up in this series. Mm-hmm. If Paul George is not available for the entire series, Suns and six. If Paul George does show up, I'll go Clippers and seven. Hmm. I'm gonna stick with my guns, Clippers and seven. Okay. Only because it's one of those things where you still need time the the Suns still need a little more time to gel. Y'all know how I mean. If you don't, if you haven't heard my voice before about Chris Paul, you're gonna hear it now. Yeah, Chris Paul. It's always something. Always happens with Chris Paul in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Whether it's an injury, something wrong with his team, something bad, always happens with that man in the playoffs. That's true. And boy, the Suns are so lucky that Dallas isn't in the playoffs this year. Because yep. y'all, if it was Dallas in the Suns, I would have won Dallas. Just because they got the, they got them boys. Uh, that's kryptonite right there. Seriously but... though, if Dallas somehow snuck in, well, I guess they would have been the fifth seed. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like if they ended up meeting in the playoffs, 
I don't know. Luca has the Suns number, and the Suns got even weaker with defense. Like I yeah. think that's gonna like when shots get tougher, the refs swallow their whistles. And I'm not even like the biggest Kawhi fan too. Like I don't necessarily like I'm not one of these people that try to consistently shove Kawhi like as an like a complete all timer. Like I can't get myself to do that because of sample size and how little he's played. He pretty much shuts himself down until like the um he shuts himself down until like playoff playoff time. Then he goes ham for about a couple months, and either his team goes to the finals or he guesses. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just it's I fair. can't get myself around that, but I don't know. I think, boy, it's going to be a fun matchup because mm-hmm. you know for a fact Kawhi is going to guard Kevin Durant. Yeah. And, again, I want to congratulate Kevin Durant real quick. 50-40-90. I mean, he had 55-40-90. 55 Which is insane. Granted... I, I, who tweeted? I think Michael tweeted. Yeah, I he saw ha- that. He played half the season, which I know, which yeah, is there true. Should be a, there should be but, a qualifier on that too. There should be, but fifty-five forty-nine almost makes it like it's almost Man, like whatever. We'll give on. it to you. That's insane. Hold, hold on, we were this close. We were this close to another fifty-forty-ninety season for Steph. This close. What did he miss it on? Uh, his uh, two-point field goal. He had forty-nine point two percent. Forty nine point two percent from the field. not even they good yeah. enough to rat like we can just round up forty nine point three percent. Man, like says, yeah, so close. Real quick, also, um, before we we should probably get moving on, but um, mm-hmm. Clay Thompson, after starting the season pretty poorly, shooting from mm-hmm. three, ending shooting well, leading the league in three pointers. I mean, unreal. Uh, but yep. shooting forty one percent from three after struggling so badly in like the first month of the season. I mean, that shows growth, and that shows how well he was playing towards the end. So, good for him. Clay Thompson saved that season, too. Oh, 100%. I 100% believe, uh, agree with you. When when Steph was out, without Clay, dude, we would have dropped. We'd be in the play-in right now, maybe even below it. I mean, we like, without Clay, we, he was going off. We would be probably the 9 or 10 seed. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm with you on that. Crazy no, stuff. If um, he didn't go off, no Andrew Wiggins, no Steph Curry. Yeah, this team was... Uh, a sitting duck mm-hmm. it was but <clears throat> I, all right for this entire thing we only disagreed on one round we've only disagreed on one round um and i i think we could see each side of the argument for that one too yes yes although i'm pretty can I, I i see what you're saying i and obviously if there's no paul george i think the suns are a lock with Paul George, I could see it being closer. However, with Paul George, I still believe that the Suns win it. Um, I just think they're better. Okay, let's move on. Um, that was pretty good, though. We got all those down. Um, let's move on to the award predictions. Yes, sir. The the MVP, the Defense Player of the Year, Most Improved, all these awards that come out at the end of the mm-hmm. end of the season. So it's fun to talk about. So let's get into it. Let's save MVP for last. Yep. Um, and let's start up with the Defensive Player of the Year. Um. Jaron Jackson, Bam Adebayo. I've seen some Draymond Green. I mean, I've seen you know all of these guys in the mix. Um, and for me, I gotta go Jaron Jackson Jr. Trey J, which is the dopest nickname. I know a lot, not a lot of people call him that, but wow. come on, three J's. So you gotta weird. call him Trey J. Um, so weird. 
I think Jared Jackson. Because it sounds like Ray J. Does does sound like Ray J. Does sound like Ray J. I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that Jared Jackson though. Uh, I think I think he's been the best defender in the NBA this season. Um, he's a blocking machine. Yep. And I mean, when you when you look at the guys he's up against, I just think overall he's had uh, more of an impact on the defensive end. Not that the other guys haven't, obviously, mm-hmm. but I I just think Jaron Jackson has. Are we gonna agree on everything again? Oh God. Maybe. Uh, I, I have, have Jaron few... Jackson as well. Okay. Okay. Um, not a lot to talk about there. I mean, yeah, no, it's I pretty, mean, pretty it's, straightforward. It's defense. He, I again, yeah. big post presence. He gets a yes. bunch of blocks. His mm-hmm. team's second in the league. Mm-hmm. He's known mm-hmm. for playing defense. You know, it's gonna he's gonna end up with it. Uh-huh. And I hope uh, he does because yeah. it'd be good for him. Yeah, it would be. All right, let's go to most improved. Who do you got? So I got I got I got Laurie Markin. <laughs> great choice. So, and I'm not being sarcastic. That's a great choice. No, no one I expected do. this. Not at all. And I think there's a difference though, because I have I have another guy here who's such an honorable mention, but I think they're in two different mm-hmm. situations. Laurie Markkinen is the case of a guy who got traded from a got traded to a team. He's in a totally different role now, mm-hmm. and he's just destroying it. He's getting more opportunities. He's producing more because of it, um, mm-hmm. and he's more on a rebuilding team now. So he's kind of getting a lot of more opportunities. So that's the case of you know a guy getting into a new role on kind of a worse team. Now, if you want to give it to a guy who went from very good starter. To borderline superstar, mm-hmm. you give it to Shea Gilders Alexander. Yep. So it's that's kinda good, I feel like that's good up, idea. That's up to you how you want to interpret it. I think Laurie Markman has had made the biggest stride. So I'm gonna give it to him, especially with how surprising it was. Um mm-hmm. but I could I understand the case for SGA. You know what? Because you said that, I'm gonna change my uh I'm going to change my choice. I'm going to go SGA. Okay. He went from fringe fringe star to at the very least all-star, if not superstar. Mm-hmm. Actually, superstar is a bit much, but I'm going to go SGA. That boy Close made a big – he made a big jump. I mean, mm-hmm. we will see next year. Yeah. But that boy made a big jump. He's going to be a stay – for a while. Mm-hmm. So Shea Gilgis Alexander is my most improved player. I'd like to hear who you had before that. I mean, it's funny enough. He's actually on my uh he's actually on my six man of the year list too. None. Uh he's your six man of the year pick? He is my six man of the year pick. Let's go to six man of the year. My six man of the year. I got Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, I know who you got. And that's a good one because I was in between Malcolm Brogdon and Emmanuel Quickly. Is that, that not my who you choice? Have? No, it's oh. not my choice. Damn, okay. It's not Jordan Poole. No, and it's funny okay. because he actually starts for the he starts for the team now and he's got a lot of press. No, I want to guess. Hold on. I can't take too much sure? time here. Yeah, Give me, what's his name? Time. What's his name to start with? Give me like 10 seconds. Hey. What's his name? His first name starts with an A. Yes. Bernie Simons? No, hell no, dude. Did you see the Trailblazers? This oh, oh, oh we're talking about six man. For some reason, I was thinking of yeah. uh, most improved in my head. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm blanking. Who is it? Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves. Good pick. Yeah. I like it. I'll give it to you. I, That's a good one. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, dude. I mean, 
I don't like to buy into the, all the media stories and, you know, pro like the media propping people up in places, arguably they shouldn't be, but I think Austin Reeves deserves this six man. I mean, he's literally been the spark that saved, not saved their season, but man, before that trade deadline, they had nobody really like that was impressive. You can't say you you saw what happened with Russell Westbrook. You saw what happened with Pat Bev. It just made no sense. And mm -hmm. and again, even though I'm still not the biggest believer in him, mm -hmm. I think what he did this season would warrant him a six man of the year trophy. That's fair. He uh especially towards the latter end of the season, literally so good. He's been playing mm -hmm. so well. Mm -hmm. um, so I that's funny. I didn't really think about him. I was more between Malcolm Brogdon and Emmanuel quickly, and I was actually I don't blame you for either pick. Honestly, I can see either of them winning it. And Malcolm I... Brogdon being on the Celtics is just one weird to think about, but two, like it just feels unfair. Mm -hmm. But again, uh, it's, yeah. especially as a six man. Mm -hmm. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon's a very quality starting point guard, and he's yeah. coming off the he, bench for us. He's Boston. literally a starting point guard on, like, what, 27, 26 other teams in the league? Yeah. so He can start almost anywhere. Yeah. So, though, that's a good pick, though. Austin Reeves. Never. Yeah, I didn't, really think, about, I didn't really think about him. I didn't really think about him. Okay. Um, I mean, it's because go. the Lakers have been so dysfunctional this year. Yeah. So, you're, yeah. of course, you're not going to think Lakers. You're right. That's probably why. Um, rookie of the year. I feel I, like it's kind I feel of a like runaway. Those, yeah. Palo? Have, yeah. Okay. But yeah. I, I did put an honorable mention. Wait, I put an honorable mention. Does his name start with a J? It does his last name start with a W? Yeah. Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams. That could, <laughs> bro, every, I think it's because every time we see him play the Warriors, he always cooks us. And it's like, <laughs> damn, this kid can hoop. He's good, man. This kid He's can good. flat out hoop. He's good. He's good. That's funny. I put Jalen Williams as an honorable mention as well. Um, oh, that's great. Just because he's been tearing it up. Uh, yes. And that's Oklahoma. why the Thunder are going to be scary next year. Yeah. And they really have a whole bunch of picks. Mm -hmm. They could sell the entire farm for the number one pick and end mm -hmm. up with Wembenyama. Oh, shoot. Imagine. To, a, to go with Chet. Giddy and SGA and Jalen Williams. That team's insane. Like they can just do that in their future. I can sense, which is so weird to say for Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. But yeah, it is. I think it rookie is. of the year is pretty easy. Paolo, so. he's been a stud the entire year. Granted, yeah. nobody cares about the Magic except Orlando, Florida. Yep, and China, I think, because they have loved Dwight Howard for a little bit. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah, I think that was kind of a runaway. Uh, Coach of the year, in my opinion, is also kind I, I, of a runaway. Yep. So easy. Mike Brown. No one Mike saw Brown. this coming. Yeah. Mike Let's, yeah, let's be completely honest. Absolutely nobody saw this coming. 100%. So, and Mike I mean, Brown. he's coached the hell out of that team. So all credit goes to him. Mm -hmm. I can't even think of like a second place coach, to be completely honest. That's how like good that man has been. Yeah, agreed. I, I think it's very easily Mike Brown. Very, very easily. Um, we get to it. We get to it. it. The most interesting award, which I I still don't know who to pick, <laughs> I, but I, I I I do, and I I don't I don't know. yeah no, I'll just I'll come out with it. 
my MVP, if I had a vote, my MVP pick, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Dang. I just, I'm best player. They are the number one team in the East. And I think he, he's not as offensively gifted as Jokic in terms of being like well-rounded, can pass the ball like that. Arguably, Jokic might be the better shooter, too. I mean, he has a higher PER, he has a higher field goal, like true shooting and whatnot. But man, offensively, Giannis can just literally take over games. And something that Jokic does, but not to an entire level as Giannis, is take over defensively as well. I think I think we can both agree wait, wait. that defensively, Giannis is better than Joel Embiid. I thought I I may have missed I may have heard you wrong, but I think you said what? Jokic. You implied uh, that Jokic was a better defender than Giannis. No, 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 no. Sorry, I think, Giannis yeah. is a. I knew you messed up, but I was like, I feel like that's what Can you I said. That? My, I think you did. I'll go back and listen later, but to, you may not have. To but yes. clarify, Giannis is a better defender than Embiid, <laughs> and yeah, I still is. believe Giannis is a more dominant force offensively uh-huh. than Jokic. That's why I'll take Giannis with the MVP pick. It can be close. I think the writers will not let that happen because of voter fatigue, which is the dumbest thing on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. If I had to actually bet money, I'd bet money that Joel Embiid wins it because of voter fatigue mm-hmm. and the history of the game. We don't want to see a three-time MVP that hasn't won anything, all that mm-hmm. crap, even though Jokic is an absolutely amazing player. But I'm going to go Giannis. Long story short, going Giannis. Hmm. Yeah. Um, this is such a close race between all three guys. And It's a good race. It's, it's a good a one. Great, it's a great race. And my pick, if I had a vote, Sacramento is so out dramatic. of So dramatic. I'm going Giannis. I like your yeah. choice. Good choice. Yeah. Um. I'm. I think. I think Giannis is my MVP. Best player in the NBA on the best team in the NBA. The most dominant player in the NBA. That's all you need it. to say. That's yeah. all you need to say. He is the best and, player, but in the league. There are totally cases for both of the for mm-hmm. both the other guys. Joel Embiid, scoring champion, um, mm-hmm. and defensive monster. Uh, Nikola Jokic. Almost averaged a triple double, right? I mean, wasn't mm-hmm. he like point one assists away or something? I mean, mm-hmm. playmaker, rebounder, can score. Not that great of a defender. Not bad, but no, not he's that not good. good. He's not good. He's not that okay. Not that. Um, if any, so, here the best but, way to beat the Nuggets if you're a smart team, you spam I, high. You sorry. spam high pick and roll. <laughs> Put Joel Embiid in action, and not Joel, excuse me, Jokic in action every single time. He's either going to get tired or he's going to foul out. And I'm not saying he's a bad defender. No, no, you're right. That is the way to neutralize him. He's going to get tired and he'll turn the ball over. That's the truth. Real quick, when you said the best way to beat the Nuggets, for some reason in my head, when you said the best way to beat the Nuggets, I thought that was some sort of like. Beat the Nuggets? No, no, no. I thought that was like some sort of. Like some sort of expression that kind of meant this is the best way to put it. 
And I thought that's what you were going for. Like, you're going to say, this is the best way to beat the Nuggets. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, wait, the Denver Nuggets. And I thought it was. Nice. So I don't know why. Nice. Nice. But I'm going to nice. using that. I'm going to say that whenever I need to explain to them, I'm like, this is the best way to beat the Nuggets. <laughs> They'll be like, what? Fine. I'm glad I, I gave like, you a, I gave you a you, line. Thank you for expanding my lingo. Um, but yes, I'm going, I'm going to go with the Greek freak here. Um, and again, <sighs> there are cases for those oh yeah all three but that's it nobody else has a case <laughs> this is not set in stone like it's not a thing like oh this is definitive Giannis was by far and away mm, you have the no. like, and Philly uh, actually looks more legit this year and th- the Nuggets look more legit this year they do and even on my last pod too I actually uh, had Jokic but I'm switching it I'm switching it sue me I'm all glad right. you listened to reason yep <laughs> no well on my last i i had Giannis on my sheet here but mm-hmm. when you said it when you i said dang it because i wanted to disagree but we agree on a lot of things um i mean a couple disagreements you, i'll but, say you're smart with sports i'm smart with sports i think yeah. we'll end up being on the same page now i wonder if we're going to be on the same page when we get to the champions league all right I, hold no. on real quick real quick i've been waiting for this day forever yeah, I yeah, you know yeah. what? I'm so glad that I texted this man and said, "Hey, let's talk about this," because yeah, let's do it. If anybody, I don't know if he's ever said it on this podcast, but this man, he is watching soccer, he's watching world football, he's mm-hmm. understanding what this sport is actually about. Mm-hmm. I'm also surprised that his Premier League team, if he'd like to share that as well. Yes, I would. I have after months and months of uh, of consideration. I'm taking my talents to Newcastle. My Premier oh my League God. team is Newcastle, and I have um, it's I've been trying to figure out what team I wanted to go for, and yeah, Newcastle they're up there. Yeah, they're up in the standings. Sure, when I took over them, they were I think they were fifth or sixth. Um, really, it was random. I just wanted to pick a team I liked the logo of. I thought the colors were cool. Uh, I thought the uniforms were cool, although I wish they incorporated the blue a little bit more. Um, and I'm not a huge fan of the red numbers on the back, but I liked the logo a lot. I thought the name was sick, and I said, you know what? I'm rocking with Newcastle. So Newcastle is my team. Um, also, Syria, I go with Roma. I'm a Roma guy. So um, Good choice. That's for, mean, that, yeah, it's it's cool, he's man. He's made I'm, great choices. And he's made great are, choices. That's what I'm sticking with. Um, and... Now Love we got the Champions it. League, the uh, the quarterfinals, and uh, that's coming up tomorrow. And yes, sir. Tomorrow at 12. J- yep, tomorrow at 12. And Jason, he knows a lot more than I do in general about soccer, and I'm, I'm just learning, and I'm learning players, and I'm learning teams here. But mm-hmm. we got some opinions on who's going to win each of these quarterfinal matches, um, and I'm excited yes, to sir. get into it. Let's All start right. off with uh, – hmm, Where you want to start? Should, where should we start with? Do you want to start big or you want to start small? We'll start small. All right, let's start small. Let's go Benfica and Inter Milan. Okay, okay, let's do it. Benfica and Inter Milan. Um, where you have the okay. best Portuguese team. You have the yep. best Portuguese team, and it's not even close. They are dominating their league, and they have always been as it's a good word. They've been a scrappy team. They mm-hmm. dig out wins. And they're going up against an old Italian giant. They're going up against Inter Milan. 
to which that team has not played so well in like the past month and two months. So, I mean, if you want to call it a surprise, you can call it a surprise. But honestly, I can see I can see Benfica going through. Yeah, me too. I got Benfica winning this one. Um, I think they've been on fire recently. I think they've been playing really well. Um, and what's the dude's name? Ramos, uh, John Chalo, Gonzalo, yep, Gonzalo, Gonzalo Ramos. Gonzalo Ramos. And I think he's been playing really, really well um, for what mm -hmm. I've been seeing. So, And especially Benfica. I mean, in the Champions League, they were playing – they kind of – their group was pretty tough, especially with Juventus. Um, and uh, I can't oh, believe they – they won. I can't. What happened? Yeah. No, you're I right. Know. Like, I keep know. going. Yeah. I, I know. I thought I said something wrong. Like, I thought oh, you, you said everything like, correct. You're good. Um, but, um, your statement. they, uh, it's kind of, they, they won that, their group. And that was, that's kind of a tough group from what I've been seeing. Um, Do you know how big it is? I think it was them, PSG, Juventus, and somebody else. And they topped that group. Mm -hmm. yeah. PSG, that, uh, oil, oil money super team, and mm -hmm. Juventus. Literally, if we're gonna be honest, they've been the kings of Italy for an entire decade, yeah, if not longer. Mm -hmm. And Benfica tops it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm going Benfica. They're my uh, team, and yeah. Inter, and I could see Inter Milan. You know, mm -hmm. they're good, and I think what are they fifth in the Serie A right now? And I mean, mm -hmm. they're just outside Champions League, obviously for next year. So they're mm -hmm. they're still in the running, like they're. They're very good, and I could see this match being very interesting. But I'm gonna, I lean Benfica on this one. Um, I'm, oh, I guess I'm in agreement too. Let's do it. All right, um, you want to go uh, the next biggest game? You want to go it. Milan Napoli? Yeah, this is this is let's a good it. one. This um, is a good one, mm -hmm. especially with what happened. What was it? Not this past Sunday, but the Sunday beforehand. So. I'll set the stage real oh, quick. Oh, was it was it was it when uh when when Napoli when AC Milan beat Napoli 4-0 like they beat 4-0? Yes, sir. So, Milan and Napoli, they play three times this month. They played earlier this month where Milan won 4-0 and it was absolute an absolute beating. Mind mm -hmm. you, Napoli didn't have Victor Osimhen, mm -hmm. which that's always tough when that guy has scored most of your goals, mm -hmm. but that's the type of confidence you bring. You, you shows Napoli is not invincible. And once you get the champions league football, this is the cream of the cream. It's the top, the top thing you can play in club football. It's a whole different gravy to this mm -hmm. whole different gravy to this. Napoli. Napoli can both I can see both teams going through. Mm -hmm. Although Napoli has been the star of world football this season because they have beat the brakes off everybody. Yeah. But that Sunday showed they're not invincible. So I'm gonna make this, I'm gonna it's gonna be close. Napoli go through, but AC Milan will make it a fight. Okay. Uh <laughs> I agree. I thought you were gonna go AC Milan on this one. Um, but I'm actually going to go Napoli as well. Um, and I know I saw a lot of talk about, um, when, when that game happened, when, um, when Milan beat them four nil and every, mm. I, I was looking and everybody was like, oh, they're gonna, 
they meet in the in the quarterfinals and and I and Milan's gonna win it. And sure, I mean that could totally happen. And we I mean we saw the possibility of it, but mm-hmm. I think Napoli just looked better for a longer period of time. They just looked mm-hmm. like the better just yep. the better squad. Um mm-hmm. and and Milan's been inconsistent. They've mm-hmm. been going up and down. They've fallen in and out of Champions League football. Like, yeah, they've, it... and Na- Napoli's been running the Serie A. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're mm-hmm. like running away yep. with it. They're just so dominating the Serie A right now. So, mm-hmm. um, and here I for, go Napoli. If for people that listen to this that have not watched club football, two two leagues you should really watch. Obviously, watch the Premier League because everybody watches the Premier League. It is the biggest league. But if you want to watch, in my opinion, the most competitive league, get yourself a Paramount Plus subscription. Where this is not sponsored; they should sponsor him. But get a get a Paramount Plus and watch Serie A. That's the league. It's the most competitive one. Teams are actually even. No one is a multi billionaire club, so they can buy whoever. Watch mm-hmm. it. It's the most competitive. Except Napoli has been killing it. Yeah, this you would <laughs> never have you would never have guessed this, and but, uh, but I yeah Napoli bro, should win this, and yeah I think I think they should and I think they will. But again, I think like what you said, I think it'll be good. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a good match. Um, question: yeah. Do they all play tomorrow? Uh, no, you have Inter, you have Benfica and Inter, and City and Bayern. But I think we should talk about. Chelsea Madrid before City Bayern. Let's do it. Chelsea Madrid. Um okay. To people that to people that don't know, this is a rematch of last year's quarterfinals, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yes, a rematch of last year's quarterfinals. So there's some history here. Yeah. Would you like to say would you like to tell where you're going? I'm going Madrid. And I just don't think Chelsea is is even I, I don't think there's there. Yes, that's a good way to put it. They're happy to be here. Um, Madrid is better. And Chelsea is not nearly as good. Honestly, they're probably the worst team out of the out of the eight left in the quarterfinals, to be honest. Um and yes. um what are they even in the Premier League? I think they're like eleventh right now. I just think they're I hate to use the modern slang. I mean I like to use modern slang, but I don't like to they're there mid. <laughs> yes, they're they that is actually a perfect definition, honestly. Chelsea's team, mid. They think about this. They've spent more money than probably anybody else in world football. So many. And games. I think they've won like three games this calendar yeah. year. Maybe. Yeah. Um maybe. They've spent a lot of money. They're trying to go after the young guys, and it's clearly not working out right now. Um for Madrid, what's the dude's name? Kareem Benzema or Yes, Benzema. sir. Uh yep, you got it. So he just had a hat trick, yeah, against Barcelona. Mm-hmm. I saw, and um, this dude's a dog. <laughs> this mm-hmm. guy is crazy. Good. If anybody knows, and if anybody watches, when it comes when it comes to Benzema in Ramadan, Ramadan Benzema is an absolute beast. The man scores for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He can't eat during the daytime because that's what happens during Ramadan, but. He scores goals during it. He doesn't. That's what happened. He doesn't eat, but they let him cook. <laughs> yes, sir. He. Um, so yeah, I think this this one shouldn't be close. And besides, so yeah, Madrid have nothing to play. Like 
Madrid and Spain have nothing to play for. Barcelona's winning the league, which mm-hmm. is surprising in its own right, but mm-hmm. they can just focus on Champions League and they should beat the brakes off Chelsea. They should. Benzema's had 19 goals in his last 19 games, matches. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, he's just scoring goals at will. So mm-hmm. um, I'm taking Madrid here. So I think, again, we're pretty even. Pretty even. And this saving... one, yeah, this is interesting. Go ahead. This is interesting. Uh, Man City, Bayern Munich. Um, this one I was actually, I was this one I was most split on out of all the four. I was interesting. half and half because I, I was leaning one way and then I was like, well, I might lean this way. And I was, but I've mm-hmm. come to my decision. And my decision, my decision is Erling Holland. <laughs> Give me Man City. Um, he's like this guy is just an absolute beast. He's so mm-hmm. good. Man City is very good in general, obviously. And I think Bayern Munich could. I I think they could make this a very intense game. Um, mm-hmm. but Erling Holland is on another level right now. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm going Man City. Yep. Same thing. I mean, to give a little context to both sides of this, mm-hmm. um, Bayern Munich and Erling Holland go way back because Holland was a Dortmund player, and Dortmund and Bayern go way back. Holland's scored seven goals against them, but mm-hmm. he's never beat them. Mm-hmm. But that's with Dortmund. He is now on Man City, a complete team with Pep Guardiola. And City are probably the most informed team in the world. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what Bayern's going to necessarily do with them. Mind mm-hmm. you, Bayern is an absolute squad. Mm-hmm. They have coached probably the best available coach in the world uh, with Thomas Tuchel. Mind you, they sacked their last coach. While he was on vacation. Imagine coming back from vacation and checking your phone. Or you're coming back to the building and finding out your ID doesn't work. <laughs> and you're trying to scan in. It's not going in. And you see Thomas Tuchel in your jacket at the training grounds. <laughs> and he's t- taken over. It's so, so funny. If And again, if anybody's to beat this team, it is Bayern Munich. Yeah. But Man City should win this. I won't say it's going to be an absolute beating. I think after two legs, it might be like 5-4 total and City win. Holland mm-hmm. will score. Holland's going to score. I know, like He has too many people that can get him the ball, and when he gets the ball, he rarely misses. Mm-hmm. City should go through. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Everything you said, I'm going to go with that. Um We'll probably see Holland score at least once, <laughs> maybe I twice. Um, and here, real quick, just for uh, just for context, or not not context, just for something funny. I think so. This year, Erling Holland has scored more goals than Chelsea have scored as a club. Yeah, that's I actually just heard that. <laughs> that's insane. It's just so and, insane, and it sells a lot of both both sides there. <laughs> Irvin that's does a lot about, about Holland and it's a lot about Chelsea um, Holland is, is going insane and it's so fun to watch and that bicycle kick mm-hmm. oh man come on um, yep crazy I stuff. Mean, he's a robot he's a, a robot. robot indeed he's a robot um, so 
Two matches tomorrow, Champions League, both at noon. Yes, sir. Both, both at, at noon. noon. And there are how, how come they're so like how come so what time would it be for them? Is it like probably, some, probably in the evening for them? Yeah, uh, late, for late. where they are, it'll be like seven, like late. six, seven, eight p.m. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's right. That okay, good stuff. Which well, that's good. Gonna, for, yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm super excited to watch. Um, and I mean, trust you. This week we're gonna have good for basketball and soccer fans. You're gonna have a great day today. Or excuse me, you have a great day tomorrow, Tuesday the uh, what? Tuesday the eleventh and Wednesday the twelfth. Because you get play in basketball and you get Champions League football. Facts. It's going to be fun. And before you do those, make sure to listen mm-hmm. to this so you can mm-hmm. get your get the correct predictions of what's going to happen. You'll come back to this. Me and Jason agreed on a lot of things and you'll come back and you'll see that everything we agreed on is probably going to happen. I hope so. I it hope will. So. Maybe. Who knows? Right on, Jason. I appreciate you coming on, dude. That was a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. bring me on whenever you need to talk soccer i can do it for you let me know we will i will 100 percent. that was that was good stuff talking all about playing basketball first round uh award predictions and of course the champions league so that was a ton of fun again thank you thank you all for listening i really appreciate it if you're still out there you know you can find me on social media on instagram at the night shift.pod on tiktok at the night shift pod and on twitter at the night shift two t's at the beginning and two t's at the end if you want to leave a rating or a review or a five stars that would be super nice that would be um greatly appreciated over here um but you do you be uh be honest though if you hated it leave me a one star maybe not don't do that maybe just leave me a five star that would be great uh but anyways jason again appreciate you coming on dude uh ton of fun. fun and we'll get ready to watch some playing basketball and some champions league soccer and for everybody out there listening thank you and that'll be it for me i'm out peace Oh, my God.